Hey, y'all, and welcome to Shift the Narrative, where we take the shape of everything we are facing and shift it. This is your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. For those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Let's jump right in and talk about trust. This is a word that affects me like it may affect many of you. (laughs) Trust. Does your mind go right to thinking about the people you trust and those you don't? Why you trust them and why you don't? How much you can put your trust in them and how little? We always think about people when we hear the word trust. But do we ever think about how little we actually trust God? Yes, how little we trust God. You see, today my trust in God was brought to question, not by anyone, but myself. I mean, I can easily quote the scripture where it says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And there have been many a time when I say the scripture in Proverbs weekly to myself, but am I actually fully trusting him? Today, I would like to propose a couple questions to you. How easy is it for you to trust the Lord? Do we, you actually know what it means to trust, how to trust, especially when our trust has been betrayed? And you may ask or say, how can I trust the God I've never seen when the people I see every day I can't trust? So let's start with understanding the definition of trust. Um, I love to look up words to find the true meaning because so many times uh, we say things or use words that are out of context. And in order to understand, we must research. And I admonish you guys to do the same. So here we go. The definition of the word trust as found in dictionary.com is reliance on the integrity, strength, ability, surety of a person or thing. Confidence. Godfidence, confidence, expectation of something, hope, a person on whom or thing on which one relies. So I asked myself, Tyria, are you fully trusting the Lord with all your heart? Do you have confidence in God? Godfidence. Do I have a confident expectation of something? I mean, saying I trust is one thing, but really doing it is another There are times when my trust muscles are super strong and I am totally relying on him in one area and it's flourishing. But in another area, I'm completely trying to control every aspect because I don't know how to trust God. Occasionally, this is done subconsciously. All right, so back to it. Trust is a verb. It is something we have to do. So to my fellow freedom fighters, what do you put your trust in? If we are putting our trust in a human, how many times have they fallen short? How many times have we put them on a pedestal only to watch them fall off and then get angry at them for not being trustworthy? Yet with the one who knows us better than we know ourselves and has always come through for us, we push him to the side and only use him as a last resort. I know I hear many of you say, listen, this God you speak of has never done anything for me. I've been doing this all on my own. And I laugh because as believers, as Christians, as disciples of Christ, we sometimes fall into the same thought process. So how do we trust? I got eight ways that can help you rebuild your trust muscles. The first is to remember to spend time with yourself. 
It may feel weird and uncomfortable at first, but it is worth it. You are worth spending time with yourself. We tend to busy ourselves with this and with that as to avoid looking inward. And that is a habit that should be broken. A good way to spend time with yourself is through prayer and meditation. The first moments of the day are crucial to successful, to a successful day. Breathing exercises can help to center you by calming your body and mind so you can focus on the day. And I have to be honest with you, there will be moments while you are spending time with yourself doing prayer and meditation that self-doubt and criticism starts to rise in your mind. And that is when I use my healthy function keys. I control all shift. I acknowledge them. I shift the narrative and then I let them go. This takes consistent practice to get your mind to default to shifting instead of reacting. Second is self-trust. You have survived so many situations and I know this because you are still here. You refuse to give up on yourself even when it feels like everyone has betrayed your trust. Listen, everyone has the potential. Everyone has the potential to betray you. But that does not mean you have to harden your heart and isolate yourself. In order to trust others, you have to begin with yourself. It begins with you. Third, another thing that goes hand in hand with learning self-trust is being yourself. I know I'm putting emphasis on certain things, but these are really important. Being yourself. Practicing self-trust will help you get to know you. I get it. There were times when I used to walk into a room and be fearful of how people viewed me, y'all, how they were judging me. I then realized I wasn't able to fully be myself because I was trying to be who I thought they wanted me to be. Never shrink yourself to fit someone else's thought of you, ever. Number four, avoid people who undermine your self-trust. I call them light stealers. It is okay. It is okay to walk away from people who consistently cause you to doubt yourself. Number five, make sure you keep promises to yourself. Make a commitment to do something for you and stick to it. My first promise to myself was to create boundaries and to stick to them. There were situations when I wouldn't and I would get mad at myself, but I remembered that I am striving for healing, not perfection. So I got back on that proverbial horse and kept trying. Making a commitment and keeping it builds trust in you. The sixth one, remember to speak kindly to yourself. The negative words we say to ourselves may be the voice of our parents from when we were younger or from someone who made us feel like we were not good enough. We never took the time to decipher our voice from theirs and have carried it into our adult lives. Be compassionate with yourself. When you make a mistake, shift the narrative and say, you know what? It's okay. I can learn something from this and I love myself unconditionally. Number seven. It's okay to set reasonable goals and build on your strengths. Small goals add up. We always want to go big or go home, but that can have a downside to it, especially when we miss the mark. Be careful not to get caught up in looking at what other people are doing and compare yourself to that. What you are seeing most likely has taken them years to build. 
You're seeing the fruit. They're not showing you the labor. Eight and final. There could be more, but these are the eight I have for you. Be decisive. We lack trust when we start to question our decisions and actions. We can be our own worst enemy. Next time you make a choice, stick with it. Don't waver. We should always be learning. So even if the decision you made is not the best, shift the narrative and say, okay, what can I learn from this for the next time? Let's start by making a little effort, create self-love and find the ability to look inward. For me, my belief in God gave me something to put my trust in and he has been faithful and shown his love unconditionally. Prayer allows me to center myself so that I may look inward and make the necessary changes in my life, which leads back to what I said at the beginning where my issue lies, where I can fully trust God in one area, but in other areas that I try to control and I don't let him work. It is in those areas that I'm trying to control that I haven't seen complete success. Yet those are the areas that I'm leaning on. That is where my understanding, my thoughts, my insight on God is coming from. So from an uneducated place, that is where I'm getting my whole thought process of what I believe reality really is. Not from the areas where he has shown time and time again that if I seek him first in all things, it will be added to me. So I was taking what I know and what I live by, what I call Bible, from areas I controlled instead of coming from an educated, wise place of where I have seen God work the most and where I allowed him to work the most. That is where my understanding should lie. That is what I should be leaning on. This is something that I realized I needed to change, not because I was looking for a blessing, but because I wanted peace in all areas of my life. And by putting my trust in God, I was able to gain that. No, every day is not perfect, but every situation that arises, I trust that God will work it out. Many times he shifts the narrative and I'm able to see the situation in a different light. Some of you may not understand what I just said. So let's start with this. Listen, when you go to sleep at night, what do you think about? I think about what I have to do the next day or I go to bed extremely thankful that the day is over. But do we ever think about what would happen if we did not wake up? I doubt many of us think about this on a consistent basis. We are trusting that we will have the opportunity to wake up and do it all over again. Who wakes us up? Who gives us breath? Who created us to live, breathe, move, think, do, feel? That, my friend, that is God, the creator of the universe. Call it what you want, but I call it God. He breathed life into us, life. It could have been cut short, and I thank God every day that he wakes me up. There were many situations I put myself in that I had no business being in. And imagine what more phenomenal things I could have done or could have happened if I truly sought and trusted in him. Once I realized I had a purpose, I began to do the work and started trusting myself again. Letting go of the need to control, learning self-trust and giving it to God is one way we can truly trust God with our whole heart. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I hear you say, you know what? Uh, uh, Well, you know, it happens in time. But what are you doing now? What are you doing differently now? How are we making the change to not go through the same cycle over and over again, to not hit that wall every time? You know, we succeed. We hit a wall. We succeed. We hit a wall. 
Are we putting our reliance on or being confident in the one who is committed to us, to the one who cares for us, the one who wants us to be safe, who has taken responsibility for us when he died on the cross? Can we allow him to be in charge of our lives? Can we lean not to our own understanding, but totally rely on him, the creator of the universe? I am confident that when that with constant practice and discipline, I can continue to build my trust muscles in areas of my life that are lacking. Can you? Will you? It's not going to be easy when we are doing what is right, but it will be worth it. Again, I know from looking at the other areas of my life where I have fully trusted God that it is worth it. Don't you want the same? When things happen in our lives that cause us to want to control, we have to remember to take our hands off, lift them up, and say, God, I need you to take control. Please alter the situation and shift my mood, my thinking, my anger, and need to control. All right, y'all, trust is a huge missing piece of the puzzle that is needed to heal. Without it, the roads we decide to take can be a struggle instead of a blessing. We just have to sometimes say, we want to trust you, Lord, but we just need a little help in understanding how. Come on, shift the narrative. Reset using your function keys. Control, alt, shift. Go back to reading your Bible, seeking wise counsel, praying. The word for today is trust. Who can you trust? I put my trust in God. Y'all, I'm thankful for each and every one of you today. And I pray that you go and be free, listeners. Be free.